This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 276 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by EcoGold. You can visit them at ecogold.ca. Enjoy today's tip. Hi, Glenn the Geek here from Lexington, Kentucky, home of the World Equestrian Games, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily. Well, I wanted to remind everybody before we got started with our tip today that we will be providing a lot of coverage for the World Equestrian Games coming up in less than a month now, starting on September the 25th. We will be providing coverage on the 2010 radio show that I do with Samantha Clark over at 2010radioshow.com. We'll be recording eve- every evening of the World Equestrian Games for 15 evenings at the International Equestrian Festival downtown at the Convention Center. We'll be giving you daily wrap-up shows. They should be live on the site or on your iTunes feed by about 9 o'clock in the, every evening. I think we'll be recording those around 7 o'clock in front of an audience right there at the International Equestrian Festival. So we're looking forward to doing that as well. Chris is going to be recording. Chris Stafford, my co-host over there on eventing, dressage, and jumping, will be doing daily shows during those competitions, and she'll be recording her shows live in front of an audience over at the Alltech Pavilion, over at the Alltech Experience, and she'll be uh, you'll be able to go over there and watch her as well. And she'll be recording at different times the different shows throughout the run, and we'll post those uh, times on the website, uh, on those individual websites at eventingradio.com, jumpingradio.com, and dressageradio.com. So we have a lot of coverage coming from the World Equestrian Games this year in a few short weeks away, and we're looking forward to that. But today we have Carol Gordon with us. She was with us once before. She's a CPA and owner of Blue Ribbon Accounting. Her expertise is in equine accounting and tax issues, and she provides savvy equine professionals with affordable peace of mind. She also has experience working with a variety of horse businesses nationwide, including trainers, camps, barn owners, and equine transporters. Although I was probably the first uh, equine radio person she had run into. And we're going to be right back with Carol after these words from Eco Gold. Well, you've heard me tell you about EcoGold. Now let's hear from one of the professional riders that actually uses the products uh, every day in her professional career. And that is eventer, international Canadian eventer, Jessica Phoenix, WEG hopeful for 2010. Let's hear from Jessica and see how she likes EcoGold. I love EcoGold products. I've used their saddle pads and their cross-country and open-front show jump boots for over a year now, and I'm just thrilled with the results. They're very breathable. They provide great protection, and all of our horses have benefited from using them in competition. Well, thanks, Jess, and you can learn more about all of EcoGold's products by going to ecogold.ca. That's ecogold.ca. Well, and of course, Jessica also does tips for Horse Tip Daily. You can go back and listen to her tips. Just look up Jessica Phoenix at horsetipdaily.com. Now on with Carol Gordon. Well, hi, Carol, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily from lovely Massachusetts. <laughs> I think you're being a little sarcastic there, going. Yeah, I, I was being a little sarcastic, <laughs> having lived there and moved out, and we'll never go back. Um, uh, you know, I loved everybody that we met up there and everything. Just the, the, the whole climate thing was not good for us. Uh, the la- the year we left, and you'll probably remember this year, we had 92 inches of snow in Beverly. 
and that was it. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> you remember that year. The storms kept hitting and kept hitting and kept hitting and kept hitting and kept hitting. I do. Yeah, I and, do. And the coast. They always told us, "Oh, you move to Beverly, you'll be fine. It doesn't. It you know, along the coast, it doesn't snow." Well, that was a year it snowed along the coast. So, um, but that's, and of course, Carol is our CPA with Blue Ribbon Accounting up there in Massachusetts and has been giving us some good tips. You can go back to horsetipsdaily.com and just do search uh, for her under the drop down menu on the left side there, and you can listen to all of her previous tips as well. Well, Carol, what are we talking about today? We're talking about some general guidelines as to what expenses would be tax deductible for a horse business. Okay. Um, there, are, there are some. Some types of expenses that have additional requirements, but we're just going to talk about what the first hurdles are for what um, for what things would be you could look at. Just you look at some expense and you say, "Is this going to be tax like feeding for my me? personal horse?" Right. Yeah. Types like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I said my I have five general types of criterion. Like I say, certain types of expenses like travel, meals, entertainment. Gifts and auto have additional requirements, so you need to look into that a little bit further. So the first criterion is, and this would address what you just said, is is it business-related? The expense has to be part of the cost of carrying on a trade or business, and the business has to be operated with the goal of making a profit. So as far as any personal horse expenses, you need to be really careful to separate those activities and the associated costs that are personal from those that are business-related. Okay, so... so if you're going to go to so, a horse show, the horse, the sh- your personal part of the horse show expenses are going to have to be separated out from, like, if you're showing horses for sale. Okay, okay, gotcha. The second thing is, and this seems pretty obvious, but the expense has to actually have been incurred. You actually have to have spent the money all, for that. All those made-up ones all those years don't <laughs> count? Well, the, the thing that comes up that a lot of people question is, for example, the value of donating your time is not deductible. So if you're a horse show judge and you go in, and donate your time at a horse show, you can't deduct what you would have charged had you charged the show for right. that time. You can deduct the mileage, the supplies, anything that you actually paid money for, but the value of your time is not deductible. Got it. Okay. The third thing you have to have some sort of documentation available that you actually incur the expense. Now I have like to keep receipt. the receipts. You do. I know. My wife because... is my bookkeeper, and she, she that, boy, she's always after me about that because I'm about as good as every other horse person at keeping receipts. Right, I know. Which means we stink. if you don't keep it, then what happens <laughs> is if you get audited and you don't have the receipt, the IRS disallows that expense. You're sort of like my mom here. <laughs> just, you keep those receipts. Right, and actually, if you, you probably can, feel the best like thing, that sometimes too, don't you? I do. I got to say, my, my image is sometimes with clients is having this spoonful of medicine and like trying to force it. Down you have a ruler, and you just smack you, our hands. You. You're like that nun with the ruler. You know, and if you have the receipts, the best thing that you can do is right when it happens, just flip it over and write on the back of it. You know, this was a lunch with, um, you know, Susie client talking about training for Sparky or whatever, because when you toss it in the drawer, six months later, you're going to take it out, and you're going to have no idea what that lunch and receipt is. And the thing is, when you get audited, it's three years later, and you're really going to have no idea. That's right. You have no idea. And it just, and upon audit, you really want to give the auditor confidence that you know, you know, that you've got all of your ducks in a row. So everything that you can pull out that makes it look like you're really, you're really on top of things. So things like that really matter, even though you think it's not that big a deal. 
Um, the last two criteria are two words that the um, IRS uses to define what's deductible. One of the words is ordinary. Okay, an, or, an ordinary expense is one that's common and accepted in your business. And the example that I always use is if you're a literary agent and you work in New York and you're using a limo service to get back and forth to appointments, then that would be an ordinary expense. But if you're a plumber working in Massachusetts and you're using a limo service to get back and forth to your appointments, that is not an ordinary yeah, expense. That's a good analogy, actually. That's not going to pass the muster. So I can see him getting his tools into the trunk of the limo. <laughs> um, a necessary is the other part of it. Necessary expense is one that's helpful and appropriate to your business, but it doesn't need to be indispensable. So for a riding, um, riding school, then a bridle for each school horse would be an example of a necessary expense. It's not indispensable. I mean, you could use one bridle for all of the school horses, but it's something that is helpful and appropriate. So in order for it to be deductible, it has to be both ordinary and necessary. But 10 bridles so, for each school horse probably is excessive. Right. And yeah. like, you know, a $600 bridle for each school horse probably isn't going to be ordinary and necessary either. So how can so, I justify having a horse? I own a horse radio network and I'm a, I'm a radio host. So how can I justify having a horse and um, uh, counting as, as a tax deductible expense? Because obviously a horse radio talk show host has to have a horse. Well, that, I hear that a lot. People, the people who are trainers, they call it their business card horse. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you have to be able to demonstrate that it's business-related and that there's a business, um, that you get business, a benefit from that. So I say you be able to, better be able to really document all of the benefits that you get. I mean, if you're going for your, if you're a dressage writer and you're going for your um, judge's certification, your instructor certification, and you need to have a horse to do that, then it's more easily demonstrated. But just to take the horse out every weekend and show it and say that you're getting clients from that, you better be able to show that you picked up X amount of clients and these are the clients that you picked up. It's it's really a, a fine line to walk. You 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 better be good about documenting things. So that's a whole nother show. Okay. Well, well, for the <laughs> for the IRS agents who are also horse owners that are listening today, I was just kidding. <laughs> I was just kidding. That's that's just that's all. Um, <laughs> well, thank you very much. I appreciate those were a lot of go- actually. You had a lot of good tips there. Yeah, and you really need to think the IRS is very conservative about this. And you may go out and talk to like 10 of your friends and they may all say, you know, if they're all your 10 friends, so the plumbers may all be using the the limo service, but the IRS isn't going to go for that. They're really conservative in the way that they look at things. So try to think the most conservative that you can and then you'll be safe. Well, that's Carol, the CPA from Blue Ribbon Accounting. Thank you very much, Carol. Thanks, Glenn. Well, thank you to Carol. I think she had some great advice and some great tips in there, and I learned some things here about taxes as well. We'll continue to have Carol on. We're hoping that through these business tips, we can all help run our businesses better. Most of us run a business of some kind, a boarding stable. We teach lessons. We do something in the horse world, uh, whether it's professional showing or or just uh, now some of us, I understand, also have 
backyard horses and and we just enjoy trail riding but i think that the tips are all worthwhile and we we certainly appreciate you joining us here every day at horsetipdaily.com you can join all the other shows on the network at horseradionetwork.com and of course you can drop me an email like glenn with two n's at horseradionetwork.com and we'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip until then stay safe everyone Thank you.